special things planned. We've got all these classic cars coming, so, so your dad can jump in a car and rev it up or something like that. It's going to be really good out there. Also, we've just booked in a, a, really, a New Zealander of the year who we're going to interview, and I'm going to let you know next week who that is. But you can invite somebody to come. We're going to have so much fun. We've got a gift. We've got presents. Uh, the video might have given the presents away that we've got for dads, but, uh, but make sure you come next week, dads. We've got some special, special presents for you in two weeks' time. Hey, it's so good to see everybody today. It's been a, been a wet week. I don't know about it at your place, but I feel like I had to get up on my spouting on the roof yesterday, try and clean out the spouting because it's overflowing. Lots and lots of rain, which is, I suppose is a good thing, eh? It's a good thing, but... Uh, hey, it's so good to have you with us here. And if you're here for the very first time, if you're new to Elam this morning, it's a real privilege and an honor to have you with us. So church friend, can we give our guests one more big round of applause? It's just fantastic to have you, have you here. I want you to relax and settle. And you can eat your crunchy bars too. You can eat your crunchy bars while I speak. That would be really cool. You can do that. Just don't choke on them. That's a health and hazard. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's been amazing. I've got some, we've got another update on our, vi- on our building to show you. I'd like to show you that before we get started this morning. Some great progress uh, in the building we are heading there. Now you'll see, you'll see we are making a, a footpath, which is the footpath from the car park. Uh, so you don't get your feet all messy on the grass. That'll walk around to the front doors there. So footpath this week. Uh, that'll get concreted, and the bathrooms, look, you've got a couple of taps there coming in, that's the, uh, the boys' bathroom, I believe, uh, coming in there, and watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, Woo! here in Elam, we like to provide everything you need uh, when you come, uh, the, to, just to let you know, that's the, so bath, and, and our firewall, remember the firewall's coming up, and our auditorium there will get completed over the next week or two. So amazing progress happening there this week, which is just exciting. I need to let you know about the bathrooms, just, just to settle your minds right now. They, they won't be like that. There will be walls in between them, just in case. Just in case you're a little bit nervous there. Yeah. Yes, very good. Yeah, I could see some of you were thinking, what is this all about? No, no, we will protect your privacy. We promise. We promise. Hey, well, it's been so good over the last uh, three weeks. This is week four of our series called Anatomy. Uh, And it's been all about uh, what does the Bible say about different parts of our body and and how that relates to us uh, in a spiritual sense, but also in our day-to-day living. And and one of the cool things that we've we've had over the last few weeks, we've talked lots about eyes and hearts and breath. And and, and today I'm going to pick up on our hands. What does the Bible say about our hands? Or, Or more importantly, or what is placed within our hands. And, and I want to give you a little heads up too for next week. We've got a, an amazing young speaker going to be coming in next week called Jake Stowers and from our Manurewa campus. Come on, can I say, hey, you don't want to miss him. He's a young, fiery, uh, he's going to be doing flips and jumping off the stage and all sorts of stuff next week, I promise. And, but he's just a great speaker, going to be finishing off this anatomy series. So but make sure you're here next week as well. Come on, let's pray. Almighty God, Lord, we give you praise and we give you glory. And, and Lord, I pray right now, Father, I pray that, Lord, would you, would you settle our hearts, oh God? Would you, well, Lord, Jesus, would you uh, help us to receive your word this morning, oh God? And, and, and Lord, that, that Father, God, we, we may uh, have uh, keys and tools and, and things, Father God, to help us as we go about our week tomorrow. Lord, I pray that you would speak real clear to us. Give us ears to, ears to hear what you are saying to us, I pray. So, Father, today, Lord, we, we, we open our hearts and we fix our eyes on you, Lord, that, Father, we may receive everything that you've got for us today. In Jesus' mighty name, 
Amen. Amen. Uh, well, at, at our place, we have some neighbors behind us, and they've got two little dogs, or they had two little dogs. You know those little little sausage dogs? And they were like, they have little legs about this about this high, and their, their tummies you know, drag on the ground, and, but they have a really long back. And, and this, these people behind us had two little sausage dogs, and, and one day they, they pushed through the fence. But I was, out there, I was out there washing the car, or I was mowing the lawns or something, and these two little, little sausage dogs, who you think, they, they're little, they're little, but they bark a lot. Uh, they, they, they have these, these little wee legs, and, but they have a big tummy and a long back, and, and they pushed their way through the fence this one day, and, and, and so I'm out there, out there washing the car, I think it was, and they kind of run up to me and start barking away, so I thought, oh, that's okay, we can, I can push them back through the, through the gate, so I go and open the gate, and, and I push them through, with, <laughs> uh, push them through the gate, uh, and, and, I, and I close the gate. And I think, oh, they, they actually look like nice little sausage dogs, as sausage dogs do. And, and because, because they weren't very, very, they were long, but they weren't very high, I thought, I'll just, so I leaned over the fence and I went to pat one of them, thinking, oh, what a nice little dog. And at that point, as I stuck my hand over this lovely little dog, he latched onto my hand, like teeth and all, uh, onto my hand. And, and, and it was like, what the hang was it? And so as I lifted my hand up, the dog is hanging in the midair. <laughs> And he's kind of like hanging down there, and he wasn't letting go. So I start shaking my hand like this, and he still wasn't letting go. So I had to, had to poke him in the nose to get him to, to release, and he dropped off. But, but I had like these little teeth marks in my hands. That is the first time ever I've held a little dog in my hand. At, at, and, well, I didn't really want to hold him, to be honest. He was just hanging there. And this little, he, he just wouldn't let go, but, but it was amazing how, how my old hand afterwards was throbbing away after having this little dog just like latch on for, for grim death in my hand. And, and it was amazing to, amazing to think that, that our hands are really, really important things, right? Uh, it's amazing to, to think that what, when you look at your week ahead or your, you look at your hobbies or the things you love to do, that our hands are really, really important. Uh, you might have heard things like over the years where people have talked about that I'm a self-made millionaire. I did it myself. I, I, with what I did with my hands, I worked hard on, and, and I, maybe I wrote lots of books or we, we did lots and lots of things. And you hear people talk about it in their, their leisure, their hobbies, what they do to relax as well. The things that we like to do or the, the things that, that fill our tank, that, that help us to be fulfilled in life will be satisfied. It's, it's like the, the works of our hands are really, really important to us. And, and this morning, we're going to look at what the Bible says, uh, says about it because I, I have some amazing conversations with people uh, every day of the week about, about, their, about the things they do on Monday to Friday, like their jobs. And I, I'm thinking they, they have incredible works and I'm thinking wow, that's really skilled. That, that must be really hard to learn how to do that. And then there's some other people that talk about jobs, and, they, and I'm thinking, man, I could never, ever do that, like, 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 like nurses and blood and guts and stuff like that. Imagine that. I just like, have no capacity for that, but, but some people love it. Same, same thing with, with all sorts of different things and different skills and trades. It's like God has given this, this gift or this capacity to, to use your hands to, to be able to work or to create or to design and, and, to, and to clap and to cheer on people. Our hands are amazing, amazing things. And this morning, we're gonna, it's amazing what the Bible says about it as well, that, that we use our hands for doing all sorts of things. And we use our hands to support others. We use our hands to cheer people on. We use our hands to eat dinner, to wash the dishes. 
We, we use our hands to, to clap and to show appreciation. But, but here's the thing, that God created our hands. And, and, and the Word of God, it mentions hands 1,466 times in the Bible. And then the plural term of hands with an S, it mentions another 462 times. So there's something special about our hands. And, and the more importantly, how we're going we're gonna to kind of target or have a conversation today is that it's like the, the things that are within our hands, the things that we do, the things that we love to do, maybe the things we're good at, like the, the skills and the talents and, and the things that, that we do Monday to Friday or every day of the week. And here's the thought that, that this morning I want to tell you that I believe that God's given you those things. But sometimes we just don't realize what is actually within our hands. Sometimes we think we've trained ourselves and we've done it all ourselves. It's been about me. I can do this. And, and today I want to, want to put it out there that I believe that, that you're not a mistake, that you were created with a plan and a purpose in mind, and the skills and the talents and the things that are within you right now are given from the Lord to you to use to make a difference in our world. And, and we're going to read an amazing piece of scripture this morning and from Exodus chapter 4. And, and if, if you haven't brought your, you've got a Bible or maybe you're just new to church or this whole church thing, you, we've got some notes there that our team will get to you and, and you can read along with me. And we're going to make it a little bit shorter there. There's a long, long passage there. But, but let's read about it. It says, it says here in Exodus 4, it says, But Moses protested Again, and Moses is having a bit of a discussion with the Lord here with God, and, and he protested again and said, what if they won't believe me or listen to me? What if they say that the Lord never appeared to me? Now, and if you're, if you're into the movies, you've watched The Prince of Egypt, you can know what the, the front of the story is here. This is Moses, and he's, he's going before the king there, or Pharaoh was called to ask him to let my people go. And Pharaoh said, I will not let your people go. Moses says, let my people go. Pharaoh said, I will not let your people go. Can you remember the movie? You could sing to it if you like. <laughs> and here it is here. Moses is getting prepared and he's, and he's, he's like had a meeting with God, but he's got, be, lost all his confidence and, and who he was. And he was fearful. And he was scared. And like, God, why would you use me? And then, uh, so th this chapter, verse 2, says this, And then the Lord asked him, Moses, what is that in your hand? He said, it's a shepherd's staff, Moses replied. And, and God said to him, throw it down on the ground, the Lord told him. So Moses threw it down, the staff, and it turned into a snake. Moses jumped back. Then the Lord told him to reach out and grab its tail. So Moses reached out and grabbed it, and, and it turned back into a shepherd's staff. And that was in his hand. Verse 5 says, Perform this sign, the Lord told him. Then they will believe that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob really has appeared to you. And this is, this is a fascinating story. And I'd encourage you to, to when you go home today, to, to read the scripture on your YouVersion Bible app on your phone, or, or if you've got that uh, paper uh, version of the Bible, to get in and read this story. It's an amazing story of how God delivers his people, uh, but he uses people like you and me to do it. And see, Moses there, the story is a fascinating, it's an extraordinary one, because he actually went through a lot of the things that you and I go through, like being scared. 
like being fearful of what people will think, like losing our confidence and not believing in ourselves and, and what God has placed within ourselves and, and doubting and, and not trusting that God is with us. Moses went through all of this. And, and, and if you're like me, there's, there's probably different things like during your week, even this week, where it's like there's things that make us scared or, or fearful and and, and we start to trust in ourselves rather than trusting in God. And, and this is Moses is like, just like you and I am. And, and, but then God comes along and he says to Moses, Moses, what is that in your hand? And, and, his, and it's really like, it's almost like God is getting fed up with them because he's got all these excuses and he's saying, I can't do this and I can't do that. What, what if they won't listen? What if they won't even give me an appointment or a meeting? And, and like God is going to say, Moses, what is that in your hand? And Moses says, no, I've got a shepherd's staff. And, and maybe, it, I just think it was like a giant stick. It was a glorified stick that, you know, it was a, maybe it was a pole off a, off a tree, off a branch that, that he used in his day-to-day, -day, used every day for looking after his sheep, maybe to protect his a flock from wild animals, maybe to, you know, to, to catch or to herd or to, to steer his sheep. And maybe it was for him to, to support him when he was tired. But, but it was an ordinary thing. And God asked him, what is that? That's in your hand. See, can you imagine what must have gone through Moses' mind right at that point? Because all he had was this thing like a, a glorified stick. That was all he had in his hand. So if that was me, I'd be thinking, like, how is this going to make a difference? I've got, I'm a shepherd. I work out with sheep, and I'm going to talk to the pharaoh. Uh, this is just too common. This is normal. This is not going to make a difference. I've just got a stick in my hand. But here's the thing, that God will start with what is in your hand, even though it seems to be basic or insignificant. And we need to understand this thing here. Because I, I, I'm hoping that you'll see things that maybe in your hands right now, the skills or the talents or, or what you do from for Monday to Friday, what you do on the weekends, the, the things that you love to do. That, because here's the thing, I want you to understand this, that the common becomes mighty when God anoints it. The common becomes anointed when we give it to the Lord. And this happens when you offer it to God, when you place it back, uh, uh, when you place the things that he's given you back to him, when we release it back to him, uh, it becomes mighty. See, I, I look at our dream team as every, every Sunday, and there's people at the front door, there's, there's people out there under the gazebo welcoming people, and, and it may seem like it, it's common, it, it's insignificant, but I know that it's mighty because God anoints it when they release it back to Him. Our, our worship team up here, unbelievable. Uh, they give their skills and their talents, the things that they hold in their hand. God anoints it and makes it mighty and makes it strong. But that all happens, like the mums in here who look after, look after children and who, who, who may be fostering or adopting children or just trying to raise your own children, that those things become mighty and strong when God anoints it. For the people who go and work in factories and, and the dads or the husbands or the men who go, go out to work uh, in different places, the ladies who go out to work in teaching and every kind of thing, the things that you seem like a mundane and maybe common to you, that when we release it to God, He anoints them and it becomes mighty in His hand. Just like a stick. So what is in your hand today? What are you holding on to that, that you're thinking, okay, okay, God, this is maybe who I am, this is what I'm good at. Can I say today that as we learn to release it to God, he will anoint it 
He will make the mundane things, the common things become mighty in his hand. So what is in your hand? What does that even mean? You might be saying right now. This is what it means. It's, it's, it means the things that are in your care or in your control. Maybe it's your finance or your money. Maybe it's your possessions. Maybe it's your influence. Maybe it's your talents, your abilities, your skills. The truth is what you withhold and you retain in your hand reveals what's in your heart. What we hold on to, what we retain, what we keep for ourselves reveals what's in our heart. The Bible says that where your treasure is, there will be your heart also. I've got three quick fire things this morning that I'm just really believing will help us this morning. The first thing is this, is that, is that I, I believe that God wants to reveal to you, to show you this morning how powerful the things are that he's given you in your hands. And the first thing is this, is to realize the power that's in your hands, to realize the power. A few years ago, we were really blessed um, to be able to go to America, and, and one of the greatest sights I've ever seen is the Grand Canyon. If you've ever been to the Grand Canyon, you can, you can go up and you can drive around these canyons and you can walk right up to a fence and you can look down and in some places, it's a mile down. You can look down and you can think you can make things out. You can see a little bit of a, a river. I think that's the Colorado River if I'm right, geography. But, but you can look so far. I just never realized at all. This, this majestic size, as far as you look, is, is amazing, the, the size and the scale of it. But you can stand at the fence and look down and think, that's a mile down. I never realized how, how deep it was and, and how everything kind of worked and flowed in the Grand Canyon. It was amazing. It blew my mind. That's one of my, one of my bucket list things to see. And, and, but I just didn't realize how deep it was. And, and the truth is sometimes for you and I is that sometimes, we just don't realize the power that's available in our hands. I, I think that you're like me, and there's sometimes where we just don't realize. We think it's our own doing or our own skills or our abilities to, but, but can I say today that when we understand this, the, the things that are within our hands that's in your hands right now are powerful to the Lord, powerful to make a difference in someone else's life, powerful uh, in your hands to, to grow and to equip others through what God's given you. But it starts with realizing that who has given those things to you. Realizing who has given those things to you. Deuteronomy, De Deuteronomy, De De Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy starts with this. Deuteronomy 1818, 18, there we go. It says this, but remember the Lord your God, for he has given you the ability to. What would you put in there? What would you put in there? Remembering the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to, maybe to design, maybe to write, maybe to paint, maybe to create, maybe to build, maybe to fix or repair, maybe to teach, maybe to care for. It's he that gives us those things. It's amazing when you look through the Bible and some incredible Bible stories, all, all Samson had was a, a jawbone of a donkey. And he took out a thousand enemy soldiers. All Ruth had was some grain that she'd picked up before the other, all the other farmers. All, that's all she had. All David had was a sling and a, some small stones. 
and he took out one of the champion giants of all time. All the, all, there was a young boy that we don't know his name and all he had was five loaves and two fishes. And he fed 5,000 people when he gave it to the Lord. See, I, I believe that God is, is speaking to some hearts and, and lives here this morning and, and, it's, and it begins with fully realizing what he has placed within your hands. That it's not just mediocre, that it's not, that it's not insignificant, that it's, that it's not something to be hidden, but it's something to be used for the glory of God. Because when we realize the power that we have in our hands, functioning what he's asked us to do, discovering our purpose and, and our plan and what those gifts are. Come on, if you haven't done growth track, you've got to get along to growth track. We will help you. I promise you we will do everything we can to help you discover your spiritual gifts, your passions and how God has made you. Because when we understand that, it's amazing how the things that are in our hand become even more powerful than we could ever think or imagine. The second thing is this. The second thing is to release the power that's in your hand. And this, this, this might sound like a, a little bit of a segue here, but I, I really wanted to realize, uh, uh, to understand that, that there's something significant. And if you're not a, a church person or maybe you're, you're just new to, new to church or just understanding the Bible, but there's a, there's a thing in there called laying on of hands. And, and, that's where, and, and that's where we pray for people or where we, we do all sorts of things there. But that is incredibly powerful. And the Bible talks about that lots and lots of times. And I, and I wanted to kind of highlight a few things here because, because here at Elam, Elam was birthed over 100 years ago uh, through revivals and evangelists, through the Welsh revivals. And, and they used to, they used to uh, grab, get big auditoriums and people would just come. They would pray and lay hands on people for the sick and they would be restored for, for people, relationships that were broken. And, and people would walk in one way and they would leave all their stuff behind because these people would get in there and they would pray because we expect breakthrough. They would lay hands on people. And, and so scripture talks about that a lot. And, and I want you to understand this morning too how powerful that is in your, that your, your hands to be used for the power, with the power of God to touch other lives. And, and there's a few things that it references here too. There's 39 times in the Bible uh, that it talks about this. And the first one is that the Holy Spirit is conveyed by the laying on of hands. In Acts 19, uh, it talks about how Paul, the Apostle Paul, laid his hands upon people and the Holy Spirit come upon them. The second thing was that miracles of physical healing through the laying on of hands. I, I, what I want you to see here is that your hands are just like Paul's hands. Your hands are just like my hands. You can lay your hands on believing and expecting for things to change. You can do this. You can do this. It's not for a select few. It's for all of us who love the Lord and are following him. It's all miracles healing. Jesus laid his hands on sick people and they were all healed. And my, word, my Bible says that you and I can do that as well. The third thing that happens was spiritual deliverance come through the laying on of hands. Number four was the laying on of hands was, was used to convey a blessing upon people. You might remember uh, in the Gospels in Matthew 19 where Jesus said, let the little children come to me so he could bless them through the laying on of hands. The fifth thing was the laying on of hands was conveyed also for spiritual authority or leadership. You, you might have seen that sometimes, in, like uh, especially in some countries when they, they would pray for a new president or a new leader in church, we do it for ordaining people as well, uh, for, for positions of leadership where we lay hands on them, believing that that gift of leadership is being in that person. Uh, the sixth, number six, is the laying on of hands stirs up the gifts, the giftings that is within you. 2 Timothy 1.6, listen to this. It says, For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you 
through the laying on of hands. Number seven. Seven is this, for signs, wonders, and miracles are conveyed by the laying on of hands. Acts 14, it says, Therefore they stayed there a long time, speaking boldly in the Lord, who was bearing witness to the word of his grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. That's your hands. Your hands are incredibly powerful when we understand and we, we learn what we're actually carrying because, because God listed this and is really specific in his word about how we are to use our hands and, and how it still applies to us today. In fact, Jesus said this would happen. I want you to catch the scripture here. How the, Jesus said this will happen when you lay hands on people to pray for them, when I lay hands on people for them. This is what he said would happen. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety and they will drink anything poisonous and it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on sick and they will be healed. There's a lot of things that we can do with our hands and that maybe for some here, I know our hands maybe have got us in trouble at times. Uh, or, our, or our hands have, have just been something that we've, we've not liked to, to, to follow. But, but can I say today that the power of God is available to you and to me. Uh, sometimes it's learning how we release that. We've got an amazing ministry team here after our service. Come on, if you would like someone to pray, pray for you after our service, come on, you come down up here and they would love to do that. They are brilliant at it. The third thing is this. The third thing is this, is to remember the power that's in your hands. Remember. Band, you could come really quietly. That would be great. There was a Sunday school teacher who, who had a young class many years ago and, and, and she, she decided to get to teach the young children uh, to, to memorize scripture, so she picked on one of the most common scriptures that we've got, and, or most popular, I should say, and it was Psalm 23. And, and so they worked for, for weeks to teach the children to memorize the, the whole chapter. And there was one little guy called, called Ricky. Uh, and, and Rick, Rick he, he was pretty little, but he was trying his hardest to learn Psalm 23. And, and, and he was trying, he was trying to trump, but it just didn't seem to stick for him. And and on the big day, they come on Sunday morning, and, and this particular church, they got their children there, and they were going to recite Psalm 23 to all their parents. And, and so little Ricky, he gets up. He was really nervous, and, and, but he, he turns up anyway. He steps up to the microphone, and he said proudly, The Lord is my shepherd. And that's all I need to know, he said. The Lord is my shepherd, and that's all I need to know. Hey, this is the thing for you. All you need to know is that there's power available to you and it's available in your hands as we lay hands on people, as we pray and we believe that God is doing things and through us and in our life. And, and this is what will happen to you as we do this, Ephesians 3.20. Uh, and it says this, Now glory be to God who by his mighty power at work within us is able to do far more than we could ever dare ask or ever dream, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, or hopes. See, because what you are holding in your hands right now becomes mighty and God will anoint it when we release it to him. He will do far more, far more with your hands than you dare to dream, imagine, or even expect. But here's the thing. It becomes mighty and anointed when we release it back to the Lord for his glory, that his name be glorified. Remember Moses, he just had a wooden staff in his hand. Remember Jesus laid hands on, a sick, on sick people and they recovered. Remember the power 
that power is available to you, and it's the same power that rose Jesus Christ back to life. It's the same power, and it's accessible to you. I want you to realize this morning just the power that's in your hands and in who you are, what God has given you. I want you to, to release that to when you're at the pack and save this week and the checkout lady is having a bad day. Come on, why don't you, why don't you speak words of encouragement over her life? Because the countdown people don't do that. But, the, but you could do that at countdown as well. <laughs> Maybe when you're visiting customers and they're talking about their relationships and things that are broken, come on, words of life things that are in your hand, is in your heart, to speak out, to be bold, to be confident, to release it, and also to remember. There's something about remembering that is powerful for us today. Because so often we, we hear and we see and we read the Word of God, we hear amazing things happening around the world, and, and, and we can think, wow, God, that's incredible. But my, here's my thing, my heart is that we, you would see it in your day-to-day life. You would see people healed. You would see people restored. Relationships healed. It takes a bit of boldness and a bit of courage. It takes 20 seconds of insane courage. But what an amazing story of God's love to people when situations change and a turn around. See, have you ever started reading a book? Have you ever started reading a book and, and you've got within the first chapter and you kind of get distracted, you get a bit, maybe a bit bored and, and you decide to put it down and, you know, you kill the page over and you think, I'll come back to that and but we never come back to it. You know, it's like starting, starting to read a book and you, you, don't, you don't get the full story of what's going on with the characters or the plot of the story when you only get the first few pages done. You get a glimpse of it, but, but maybe you get, you get bored with it, you get distracted, you get busy and you put it down and you don't pick it up again. And, and there's too often that you and I, we don't return to things to take part in the story that God has for us. And it's the same in our journey of life. It's the same. It's also true with what's in our hands. Sometimes we put things down and we think we just need a bit of space or we're getting too busy for that and we'll come back to it, but we never come back to it. It's like a story that's like a book that hasn't been fully read. Who knows at the end of a book, there's always a pretty amazing situation that generally happens. But there's a journey as we walk through as well. So th- this morning, I, I, I just want us to take a, take a moment shortly to, 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 what is God saying to you today? What, what are some of the things, maybe you've put something down and you've never come back to it because, because the thing is this, is that it's only in our constant commitment to stay engaged with our God story, with what He has entrusted into our hands. It's only then, only then will the future open up with possibilities and more potential. So here's the thing today. Just like God said to Moses, can I say to you, what is that in your hand? What is that in your hands right now? Maybe he's asked, God is asking you to release it to him so that he may anoint it even more and that it may become mighty in his hands. Almighty God, Father, right now, why don't you close your eyes right now? Lord, would you speak to us right now, Father? Lord, about the things that you've placed in our hands, Lord, and maybe our skills, our talents, or our families, or our, 
our business, Father, the things that, things that we love to do that fills our tank, oh God. Lord, right now, will you speak to our hearts, oh God? And Lord, if you're challenging us to, to take that step of releasing these things to you, Lord, I, it's not that you want to take it off us, oh God, that, but it's that you want to anoint it cause it to become mighty and strong and reach further, reach higher for your glory. Hallelujah. I know there's some, some people here, some, some things that you're, you're carrying in your heart and it's like, God, you, you, your first thought is that, no, nah, there's no way. You, you don't want to use that, Lord. Can I say I thank God is maybe saying to you today that Lord, my son, my daughter, as you as you hand that off to me, as you release it into my care, I will pour out an anointing. I will pour a power that you can realize and learn to release a, a power within with, with what's in your hand to reach out to other people, your workmates, your family, all for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name. Maybe you're here this morning and, and you say that you're far away from God. Or, but you're just sensing this morning that, that something's going on in your heart right now. And can I say that's what we call the Holy Spirit. He's, he's knocking on hearts this morning. And, and this morning I'd, I'd like to invite you to to, to pray a prayer if you feel like you're far away from God. Maybe you've never asked Jesus to come into your life. And, and this morning, I need to tell you that He loves you. He's got a plan and a purpose for your life. God, uh, He loves you so much that He sent His Son and to die for a thing called sin. And that, that sin is, is stuff that separates us from God. But the great news, the good news is that Jesus died and He took your sin today of from the things that you have done and he took it upon himself so we wouldn't have to pay that price. He rose again at free that you may know his freedom in your life. He's got a plan and a purpose for your life. And this morning, I'm gonna pray a real simple prayer. If, if you'd like to pray that prayer, just pray silently in your heart after me. Pray this, pray, dear God, I know that you love me. Today, I choose to give my life to you. I choose to turn from the old, my old way. And I choose to live for you. Today I give you my life. Lord, I don't want to be separated from you any further. So Lord, today make me brand new. Wash me clean. In Jesus' name, amen. And maybe you prayed that prayer right now. And I believe that, that when you do that sincerely in your heart, that 
He is faithful and just, He will come in and change your life. And this is what I want you to do. I'm not going to embarrass anyone right now. Just wait for eyes closed. But, but I want you to do something for me right now. I, I'm just going to get count to three in a second. I want you to, to lift. If you prayed that prayer, you meant it for the, for the first time or maybe coming back to it. I want you to quickly pop your hand up so I can see and then pop it down. I'm going to count to three. So I want you to do that when we get to three. Ready? One. Two. He loves you incredibly. Three, why don't you lift your hand right now? Why don't you lift your hand? Hallelujah. Praise your name, oh God. He loves you. He's got a plan and a purpose for your life. Hallelujah. Father God, we praise you for this day. We give you all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, you are the King of kings and Lord of lords. And we honor you in Jesus' mighty name. Church, can we give a big round of applause for every person that prayed that prayer right now? Hallelujah. Bless you. Awesome. And can we give Daryl a round of applause? Wasn't it a good message?